Usually when we think about health people, we imagine we need to be referred to someone or make an appointment or see them in a hospital. Yet there may well be someone who can help you be as healthy as you can be down at your local park or at your local hall. Hi, my name is Penny Terry, and on this episode of Health Speak, I'm meeting a health professional who helps you have fun, pretty much, and it sounds like he has a fair bit of fun doing it. Hey, Axel. How are you going? Good. What's been on today? Uh, what did I do? I was just down at Council Chambers, um, doing some sword cards, and a bit of invoicing this morning, just some bookings. Yeah, use your yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Axel, what what is your what is your job? We're down here, and we've got playgrounds here. We've got the foreshore, the surf club. There's sports grounds over there. We're on a, a paved area. There's a skate park. There's people riding their bikes. All of this. I mean, yeah. is this yours? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have. Um, I've done a bit down here in each of those areas, like school holiday programs. We do a bit down the the bluff, the beach here, over on the oval there. Um, dealing with kids, dealing with older adults, the seniors, run classes there. So, yeah, just like you described, a bit of everything uh, is what's been happening. It's good. What is your real job title? Recreation officer. For a council. Now, when you have to explain that to people, do people usually know what that means? Oh, yeah, no. They kind of have a bit of an idea, of course, being in recreation. Um, But then once you expand and say, hang on, I do this, this and this, they kind of think, oh, hang on, there's a bit more to it. So, yeah, no, based up at the rec centre, so we've got basketball courts, squash court, judo room, table tennis room, little dancing studio, there's a sauna, meeting room. Um, So day-to-day, I'm kind of handling all bookings of those kind of things. Um, There's another rec centre across the river, so there's two main rooms there, a main stadium and a what's called community room. Um, So, yeah, just for the public, there's a baby shower on this weekend over there. Um, There's darts are in twice a week over there. Seniors Tai Chi is in there. Um, I run a bit of a boot camp session for younger kids, so I do that over there. So, uh, yeah, there's lots to it. I love it. (laughs) How do you decide what kind of programs are going to run in all these kind of facilities? Um, Well, it's community services is the area with council that I'm in. So sometimes it's myself um, organising school holiday programs uh, for primary school kids. Other times it's some of the other ladies in um, community services that might link in with um, community groups. So um, they'll link in with them and might set up a holiday program. And last Tuesday, um, for a couple of hours, they said, hey, Axe, can you run a boot camp session for these guys? Um, So, yeah. Someone's coming past us on a skateboard now. That's what he's doing to get out of the house and be active. I mean, how do you work out what the people here in this town where you live, Mm. city where you live, what they want to do, what kind of events they want on for for free, most of them? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sometimes it's a bit of trial and error. A lot of it's just, yeah, listening to the community, whether it's social media, um, through the rec centre, what I'm dealing with every day, like day-to-day parent might just say, hey, school holidays are coming up, what's on the go? What do you got planned? So, yeah, just kind of that way really works. Yeah. We've got a, a bloke on a mower coming up behind us. How well do you need to work in with the, the outdoor works crew uh, or whatever it's called where, at the different councils where people are listening to make sure that 
your facilities are what you need them to be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like we can't do, say, school holiday soccer program if the oval's getting cut up and there's work planned on it if they're reseeding, for example. Um, just communication's the key, um, like any job, I think. It's not going to work if everything's not planned out and yeah, and set out, right? No, just got to make sure, say, maintenance issues inside. There's one today up in the main stadium. We've got a, um, the big scissor lift in because one of the backboards is kind of tilted off centre. So we got like a specialist structural engineer in, of course, to check it, to give it the tick off. And he You said, say of course, but we don't know this. That's what happens when the backboard's off centre. You get a specialist structural engineer in to check it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We might just wander down here because we've got more work going on in the background. Yeah. We'll go down amongst the seagulls. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do you do this job, Axel? Uh, well, I enjoy it. Pays the bills, <laughs> of course. Anyone would say that, but... Uh, no, I got long service um, in February this year, so I've done it for 10 years. I just enjoy it. Of course, it's an industry that I like and love um, since when I was in high school, growing up playing sports and just being an active boy. Yeah, and then wanting to keep going into that for like a working life, my working life. Um, I was lucky enough to get the job. As I said earlier, so diverse. Might be doing seat and module setting up one day, doing invoice in a couple of hours later, and then have to go down to council chambers, make some swipe cards. So there's, yeah, yeah, there's lots to it which is what I enjoy. So when you were a young boy being active, did you know this job existed? Not really, no. I think I went to the rec centre where I work now um, probably once in my life when I was growing up and I've just got a real distant memory of that. But, um, no, I always wanted to play footy or play cricket for Australia. and Yeah, yeah. This is a close second. Yeah, that's right, (laughs) yes. What's your favourite bit of the job? Oh... That's a tough one. I love, um, I mentioned earlier that boot camp session, it's linked in with the Child and Family Centre, so that's another group I have something to do with. Yeah, I've been doing that, for, it's every Wednesday for an hour, hour and a half after school, and um, yeah, I've been doing that for probably three and a half, four years now, just to see the growth in the kids, so they're from a lower socioeconomic area, so just teaching them basic things, so we would give you an idea of a session plan we would get there and just have a bit of free time till everyone gets there after school then we'll do our warm-up and then we might play tug of war golden child octopus um, fruit salad might get like 20 small basketballs and take them through a little basketball drill session how to dribble how to shoot that kind of thing might play diamond cricket um, might do a bit of fitness stuff, Simon says, that kind of thing. And just to see the growth in them, like the listening, um, the coordination, you know, it sounds silly, but it's not. Like, they've come a long way. It's been awesome. Um, and then at the end of each session, we get some fruit and just have fruit and a drink to finish with. That's probably might be my favourite program. Um, lately, though, I have been enjoying the seniors program, which we've been doing, so dealing from going with kids and the younger ones up to you know 60 70 80 some there's a 92 year old i think that does it so that's been awesome you know just um hanging out with them talking and they like how they show their appreciation you know they enjoy it because we're doing like some stretching some light weights with two three kilo dumbbells that kind of thing so nothing too strenuous but just enough for those guys at that age to to get something out of it and keep them going so both of those programs, um, I mean, you mentioned for the, for the younger kids that idea of listening and coordination. Um, what about for the, for the older people? What are, what are they getting out of it? About the same. <laughs> yeah, they've got to listen, of course, turn the hearing aid up. But, nah, and, and coordination as well, right? If you don't use it, then you lose it. 
Um, so a lot of them, so when they first started, um, they might have been carrying a few extra kilos. They might not have been as flexible as what they were, you know, to have that um, aerobic capacity kind of thing. So just little wins like that. And just for their overall health and fitness, that's the main thing, of course. Um, and the feedback's been sensational from those guys. So I've really been liking that one too because, you know, they enjoy it. Yeah. Are there a, a per, is there a particular story of one participant from whatever program you like, Axel, that really sums up what you do and why you do it or that comes to mind for you? Oh, it's so hard to take one example. Oh, actually, yeah, I got one. I got one, yeah, yeah. So this would have been 2017, I reckon, and spoke about that boot camp session. So I linked up through the Child and Family Centre there and um, Hawthorne Footy Club. A few of their players must have been doing a pre-season camp along northern Tassie. And um, anyway, the job was on. Saturday afternoon, there was going to be four players come down. Um, Poppy, Paul Palopolo, yeah, and a few of the other boys. So we did a special boot camp session up in the park. And um, ah, that was, yeah, I can still remember it now. I can picture it. There was parents crying, saying this is the best day of my life. Yeah, getting autographs, um, posters, jerseys, things like that signed. The kids were running around having fun with the players, like the players were playing dodgeball. Everyone was getting involved. And that was on a yeah, sad day afternoon, a nice sunny day. So that was one thing that I'll probably always remember. These sorts of community programs and also to community spaces... Why are they important for people? What can people get out of them and get out of people like you if, if in fact, people are listening and have a, an axle at their council? Yeah, yeah, um, super important. I mean, the stats aren't looking good at the moment with obesity, um, illness, things of that nature. So anything that I think um, local councils can do um, to, to kind of ease that and get people on the right track to eat properly, to exercise, to make good habits... Um, I think it's a benefit, of course it is, you know, in the long term um, and the short term. So There tends to be this idea in the health industry that we've all got to run marathons and have kale smoothies. Do you make anybody do that, Axel? No, I do not. No, 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 no. Only to your own ability, you know what I mean? And it's one of them things you only get out of it what you put in individually. So as long as someone can be doing something each day, whether it's five, ten minutes, how they say, take the stairs instead of the lift... Well, it's true, like, yeah, just little things, you know, little things in each person's life, they can change, and that ends up making, or can make the difference if they stick with it. That's Axel. He's a recreation officer. His job is about helping you make that difference. There's no end to the number of people whose job it is to help you be better at your health, because it is hard. And in the next episode, we'll meet another person who does that how? I mean, almost like engineers of the body. So basically we look at um, how we can make someone's body perform better. If they've got a a shoulder problem, we look at re-engineering the shoulder to work. Talk to you next time on HealthSpeak. This project was funded by the Healthy Tasmania Community Innovation Grants through the Tasmanian Government. 